Got a job podcast. Will he get a job? Won't he? Does he already have one? Will he tell you about it? Will you listen? Will he talk about other things? Who knows? Stay tuned to find out. Stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Danielle Deacon, and from the bottom of my heart, I want to wish you, Aaron, the best on this adventure. I'm your host, A to the motherfucking K. What makes people all over America break down and cry like this? Call 1-900-9099-CRY and hear it for yourself. $2 for the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. If you're under 18, ask your parents before you call. 1-900-9099-CRY some tough losses and no one blames you for crying in the kitchen in the middle of the day you're heartbroken but you know how to choose your paper towels now with 43% more cleanup power very scary very special special
I'm in Tampa Bay, Memorial Day weekend, 86. Floyd Mayweather walks into the McDonald's. The man ordered 8,000 chicken nuggets. Now that's a champion. Now that's a champ. You don't know what you're talking about. Floyd Mayweather, he's gonna win this fight. That Pacquiao, he's a smart boy. He runs the town. Mayweather, the kid's gonna kick his ass in six. The boy is a good fighter, he's a fighter. He fights the right way. So what do you want here, kid? I want to look like Michael Jackson. That'll be $35. Why are you always all on my back? Huh? Why you gotta do me like that? Huh? Why you gotta act like a... Shaking up. I hope your dreams dry like raisins in a baking sun. I hope your dreams all saggy in your early 20s. I hope it's always snow in your driveway. I hope you never get off Fridays and you work at a Friday that's always busy on Fridays. 
I hope you win a lottery and lose your ticket. I hope it's Ben and Socrates poop all up in your kitchen. I hope the zipper on your jacket gets stuck. Your headphones short, and your charger don't work, and you spill this on your shirt. I hope your tears don't hurt, and I can smile in your face. Cause my loss is how Delilah changed my locks to a fade. I hope you happy, I hope you happy, I hope you ruin it for a reason. I hope you happy. This is my band, Sexual White Chocolate. Uh, that was beautiful. Join us next time for further adventures of seeking gainful employment in a town during a pandemic. With me, Aaron. The following is a special Got A Job presentation. Hey guys, welcome to Found Flicks. The virtual band Gorillaz are back after a seven year hiatus with the new album, Humans. Their music is consistently innovative and creative, but I've been equally fascinated by the fictional band's story. 2D, Russell, Murdoch, and Noodle have their own rich, unique backstory that develops over the course of the albums. Even as a huge Gorillaz fan, there's so much story to each phase that it's impossible to keep straight. That's why in this video, I'm going to compile the entire backstory of the band in one video, all the way from 
the beginning to today. And if there's one phase you're looking for in particular, check in the description below where I have links to each phase's sections. All right, guys, let's kick things off where where everything all began. The origin of the gorillas can be traced back to a fateful encounter on August 15, 1997. 2D, then known as Stu Pot, a mentally deficient keyboard enthusiast, worked part-time at an instrument shop, Uncle Norm's Organ Emporium. Meanwhile, local hoodlum and Satanist Murdoch Nichols had dreams of creating a chart-topping band and was willing to do anything to make it happen. In desperate need of equipment, he crashed his Vauxhall Astra into Uncle Norm's store, driving through the building and crashing directly into Stu Pot's head, permanently damaging his left eye. Murdoch was sentenced to 30,000 hours of community service, including taking care of the now catatonic Stu. Not long after, Stu's other eye was damaged when Murdoch was trying to impress some girls by doing 360 degree turns in a Tesco parking lot. Stu was thrown from the car, hitting his head on the curb, damaging his other eye, but waking him from his catatonic state. After this, Murdoch recruited Stu into his band, impressed with his black-eyed look dubbing him 2D for the two dents in his head. 2D's eyes have what are called eight ball fractures where the iris of the eye is filled with blood. He can still see, but his vision is blurry. Then in September of 1998, Murdoch acquired Kong Studios, a sprawling building with a strange history built atop a hill within a rundown cemetery and landfill in Essex. Murdoch discovered the building on the website giant disused haunted studios in the middle of nowhere.com. Well, that sure is specific. The owners were looking for a caretaker to look after the building in the off season. It was only supposed to be for a few months, but when Murdoch arrived for the interview, the owners threw the keys at him and ran down the hill screaming. Murdoch and 2D instantly knew they found the perfect place to call home. Murdoch then found a drummer for the group, Russell Hobbs, a middle-class New York native with a troubled history. He was expelled from a private school for suffering from demon possession, and the trauma of his possession left him in a four-year coma. He was finally awoken by an elaborate exorcism. After recovering, Russell began attending Brooklyn High School, where he made friends with a group of rappers, DJs, MCs, and street musicians. They introduced Russell to hip-hop, which he says saved his soul. Unfortunately, his friends were all gunned down in a drive-by shooting by gangbangers who all wore red hooded tops. One was wearing a black hood, and thusly Russell called him the Grim Reaper, who plays into Russell's story later. Russell was the only survivor of the shooting, and surprisingly he became the receptacle for all of his slain friends' souls, including the blue phantom and spirit of his best friend, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. With the power of their spirits in him, Russell gained impressive skills in crafting hip-hop music, but also left him with the side effect of glowing eyes. His parents shipped him off to the UK for his own safety and to hopefully move on from all the trauma he suffered. But he was unknowingly put right into the path of Murdoch and his quest for superstardom. Russell got a job at Big Black's record shack in Soho where he first encountered Murdoch. When Murdoch asked for an obscure record, he slipped a bag over Russell, taking him away to Kong Studios. Fortunately, Russell liked the music Murdoch was working on and decided to stay. Now they just needed a guitarist, although technically they did have one for a bit in 2D's ex-girlfriend Paula Cracker. 2D liked her, but Russell caught Paula and Murdoch having an affair in the Kong Studios toilets. Romantic. Russell being 2D's best friend at the time was furious, breaking Murdoch's nose in five places, which gave it its signature strange appearance though his nose was actually broken a few times before this as well. So Paula was let go, and the guys did what any normal band would do when needing a guitarist, put an ad in NME. Literally the same day the ad went out, a FedEx package arrived on Kong Studios' steps. 
A small 10-year-old Japanese girl with memory loss busted out of the crate wielding a Gibson Les Paul and performed a shredding guitar solo, which 2D described as 200 demons screaming in Arabic. Brilliant! She ended the solo with a 20-foot karate kick, then bowed saying only the word noodle, which became her moniker going forward and is her only known name. How she wound up at Kong Studios and her mysterious past will be explored in phase two. The band now assembled, they changed her name to Gorillaz and recorded their first song Ghost Train at Kong Studios. They played their first live show on November 5th, 1998 at the Camden Brown House, which ended prematurely due to a riot breaking out during their song Punk. But it was worth it in the end as EMI A&R man Wiffy Smithy signed the band immediately to the label after discharging several shotgun rounds to disperse the crowd. They released their first collection of music with the Tomorrow Comes Today EP in November 2000. Then their full-length debut album Gorillaz was released on March 26, 2001, featuring the singles Clint Eastwood, 192000, Rock the House, and Tomorrow Comes Today. At the beginning of 2002, Gorillaz embarked on an 11-month tour of North America. After the tour, they took a six-month break in LA, where they attempted to get a Gorillaz movie project off the ground. That Halloween, Kong Studios was shut down by law enforcement. The police kept the area secure while they investigated the strange paranormal activity of the area, and Gorillaz spent this time working on their movie while renting a house in the Hollywood Hills. But the movie ran into problems due to the band over-partying and disagreements with producers and directors. The movie fell apart, and things came to a head when Murdoch almost killed 2D, and the band went their separate ways on a year and a half hiatus. 2D went back to Eastbourne and worked at his father's fun fair where he got better and came to terms with his newfound pop icon status. Murdoch headed to Mexico to get drunk in Tijuana brothels, getting himself arrested for using bad checks in the process. In jail, his only companions were his raven Cortez and two Mexican mobsters who later helped him break out of prison. Russell remained in LA but became increasingly haunted by the Grim Reaper, who eventually ripped the soul of Dell from his body. And even though Russell is free of his possession, his glowing eyes still remain as a permanent side effect. This led to Russell having a big breakdown, but luckily Ike Turner let him stay in his basement where Russell started working on an album, but he had trouble completing it as he was plagued by hallucinations of demons flying out of the speakers. During the hiatus, a lot happened to each member, but most notably Noodle. She had been suffering from nightmares and visions on the Gorillaz tour, and so she returned to Japan in hopes of learning about her forgotten past. She visited a sushi bar in Osaka where she heard a waiter tell the chef that he needed an order of ocean bacon. Upon hearing this phrase, Noodle regained all of her memories of her past, including her ability to speak English and, in fact, every other known language. She reunited with her mentor, Mr. Kyozo, and learned that she was part of a secret government super soldier project and was the only survivor after the project was scrapped. Kyozo was forced to kill the others but couldn't bring himself to hurt Noodle. He erased her memories with the words ocean bacon and sent her to England in a FedEx crate. Now we know what led Noodle to Kong Studios in the first place. With a newfound resolve after regaining her memories, Noodle returned to Kong which she found in a state of disrepair in the band's absence. And even worse, the studio had become infested with hordes of zombies. Using Kong's surveillance room as a safe house, Noodle slowly cleaned Kong Studios of the undead inhabitants. During this time, Noodle decided to record her own album, and she laid out the concept for the 2005 album Demon Days. And after ridding the building of zombies, Noodle set out to reunite with her bandmates. Demon Days was released on May 23, 2005, featuring the singles Feel Good Incorporated, Dirty Harry, and the double A-side of Kids With Guns and El Manana. Near the end of this phase, Noodle was considering taking a break from the band for a while and planned to leave after filming the final music video for El Manana. But things went south when two heavily armed helicopters appear and gun down the island. 
It seems that the helicopters were part of the video and supposed to shoot down the island, but the plan was for Noodle to parachute off the island to safety. And it appears that Noodle perished in the crash, and all that we see left is a used parachute. Everyone was devastated, that is everyone except for Murdoch, who knew what was really going on. What really happened here was quite a surprising turn of events and tied all the way back to the very beginning of the band. What we saw was in fact part of a plan Murdoch put in action to get rid of Jimmy Manson, a three foot tall hippie that auditioned years ago to be the guitarist for Gorillaz, but was turned down by Murdoch after Noodle took the job. Years later, Jimmy became the head of the Gorillaz music label Stateside, but he has been harboring a grudge for years, planning to kill off the Gorillaz and cash in on their success. He approached Murdoch to help him put this plan into action, and Murdoch agreed. Murdoch was to secretly stash guns in the windmill tower, and Jimmy was to hide inside and wait until the helicopters started firing. As filming began and the helicopters fired, Jimmy realized that Murdoch had double-crossed him, locking him in the tower with no guns. Noodle did parachute off the island safely while the island crashed and exploded, killing Jimmy Manson in the process. When discussing the matter in the gorilla's autobiography, Rise of the Ogre, Murdoch had this to say on the matter. There's no way I'm killing Noodle. She's Noodle. I'm not having some two-bit loudly despot record company nut killing off my band. He set himself up and burned all the evidence in the process. Instant karma for Mr. Jimmy Manson. Though for now it still appears that Noodle is missing, and Tootie and Russell set off in search of her, and the band go their separate ways once more. Now on his own, Murdoch spent the next few years on a bender around the world until 2008. Running low on funds, he burned down the ruins of Kong Studios, cashed in on the insurance money, blamed the fire on some kids who were arrested, and fled the country. Oh, Murdoch. He also mentioned that part of his motivation to flee was him being pursued by a deadly underground network of pirates referred to as the Black Clouds, who are out to kill Murdoch after a failed business deal. He searched the world for a new hideout, discovering an island in the middle of the ocean made entirely out of landfills stuck together. He painted the island bright pink and used the insurance money to build a new Gorillaz HQ on top, naming the island Plastic Beach. Murdoch had the band's belongings shipped to the island and began production for the third Gorillaz album. After Demon Day's 2D was said to be on vacation on a Jamaican beach, and according to text in G-Side, he was said to be completing a law degree. It's hard to say for sure, as we only first see him in an apartment in Beirut, where he is gassed and shipped to Plastic Beach in a suitcase. 2D believes that it was Murdoch that took him, and who could blame him? But it was actually a new villain, a demon wearing a gas mask that is the embodiment of all evil, the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman is seen prominently throughout Phase 3, but it does appear that the Boogeyman is working with Murdoch for now at least. More on him in a moment. Meanwhile, Noodle is still presumed dead, or is at least still missing, and according to Murdoch, he searched the El Mignana crash for her remains, only finding some bits of DNA. He used this DNA to construct a cyborg Noodle to act as guitarist on the album and his bodyguard. As for Russell, Murdoch did seek him out, but said he had essentially dropped off the face of the earth, and Murdoch was forced to build a drum machine from Russell's equipment to provide percussion for the album. Plastic Beach was released on March 3rd, 2010, featuring the single Stylo, Superfast jellyfish on melancholy hill and rhinestone eyes so noodle and russell were not involved with the making of plastic beach but we do discover their whereabouts over the phases music video storyline in 2010 russell embarked on a journey to an unknown destination which we find out is plastic beach by diving off a dock and into the pacific ocean the band's journey to plastic beach begins in the stylo video with murdoch 2d and cyborg noodle driving a 1969 camaro ss called stylo they have obviously been through some stuff already as 2d is seen bruised 
and Cyborg Noodle has a bullet hole in her head. They evade the police and then Bruce Willis as a bounty hunter pursuing them in an El Camino on a stretch of highway in the California desert. There's also a large black cloud that appears overhead and soon after the boogeyman appears, manifesting from the ground surrounded by similar clouds, taking a police officer and disappearing. Bruce loses track of the three when they drive off the road into the Pacific Ocean and as they descend into the water, Stylo transforms into a shark-like submarine. Then in On Melancholy Hill, we have the return of Noodle four years after her disappearance. She is aboard an ocean liner, the M. Harriet, which is under attack by two planes, most likely the Black Clouds. Noodle retrieves a Thompson machine gun and fires on the planes, taking one out. But she doesn't have enough time to shoot the other, which drops a bomb on the ship. As the ship sinks, Noodle makes it to a lifeboat with only her guitar and some supplies. Meanwhile, Cyborg Noodle regains consciousness inside of the shark sub, and the trio continues towards Plastic Beach, now joined by the album's various collaborators in a fleet of underwater crafts. They rise to the surface where a large manatee is sitting atop a tall plateau. Murdoch spies the boogeyman on top through his telescope and orders Cyborg Noodle to open fire. The boogeyman retreats, grabbing the manatee and diving into the ocean. As the fog clears, Plastic Beach is revealed. They made it, but back to Noodle who is floating aimlessly in her lifeboat. A gigantic version of Russell rises out of the water underneath her boat, ending up with her on top of his head. But how did Russell get so big? During his long swim across the ocean, Russell ingested so much pollution, trash, and toxic waste that it actually transformed him into a giant. And he is seriously huge. In the fall of 2010, gorillas embarked on their first world tour, but unfortunately Murdoch, Tootie, and Cyborg Noodle spent the entire tour locked in the dressing room. While an impossible Gorilla's live band played in their place. Murdoch suspected that when he refused to give his soul to Satan for making Gorilla successful, he made it so the live band would get all of Gorilla's glory. And it is reneging on the same deal with Satan that causes the boogeyman to track down Murdoch to claim his soul as we see throughout the phase. We would have seen this and the phase's story come to an epic climax in the Rhinestone Eyes video, but sadly it was canceled. All that remains are storyboards, but we can still piece together what happened. It starts by showing us Russell and Noodle continuing their trek across the ocean. On the roof of Plastic Beach, the Boogeyman is waiting. Murdoch and Cyborg Noodle join him, and Cyborg Noodle opens fire on the Boogeyman. The Boogeyman escapes again, and Tootie sees him swim by from his underwater room. From his ship, the Boogeyman summons the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Apparently, the Boogeyman is a rejected fifth horseman who is called Flatulence. Noodle emerges outside just as the Boogeyman summons pirates, who we have to conclude are the Black Cloud, led by the Boogeyman. And considering he can turn into a Black Cloud, it seems to make the most sense. All hell breaks loose as the Black Cloud lead their final assault on Plastic Beach and Murdoch hides inside fearing for his life. Cyborg Noodle leads a retaliation with the collaborators, all now armed and ready for battle. Meanwhile, underwater, 2D watches as a giant whale makes its way towards his room. But just then, Giant Russell appears, grabbing the whale by its tail, hurling it into the air and taking out a Black Cloud plane. The video ends as Giant Russell leans over the side of the island. He opens his mouth, revealing the real Noodle inside, and we see under her cat mask she has a facial scar from the El Mignana incident. Now from here there's a bit of a divergence between the end of phase 3 and the beginning of phase 4. Where things go back in 2011 doesn't quite add up chronologically to the members new backstories recently revealed. So I will continue with the original timeline and explore the revised story in the phase 4 section. Soon after the video ends the black clouds bombarded the island and in the chaos the whale breaks through 2D's wall and he is swallowed whole. While this was happening Cyborg Noodle suffered a malfunction and tried to kill Murdoch but she was put offline 
confined permanently by Noodle. Russell manages to rescue Noodle, and 2D escapes the whale. The Boogeyman search Plastic Beach for Murdoch, but Murdoch faked his death, leaving a shoddy fake Murdoch behind and escaped, while the Boogeyman collected the wrong soul. Shortly afterwards, the Evangelist, the polar opposite of the Boogeyman, appeared and wiped him out. Murdoch left in a rowboat, saying he was caught up in a typhoon and landed in Hawaii, where he began to record a new radio show to celebrate Gorilla's 10-year anniversary. But it turns out he wasn't in Hawaii at all, but in a ransacked house in London, and the other members were able to track him down. We don't know what happens when they reunite, but as of October 2011, the four members were living at 212 Wobble Street, London, seen in the Do Ya Thing video. And the Boogeyman is still alive. He's now the band's roommate, apparently. This is the last we've seen of the Boogeyman so far, and it's definitely a weird way for the story to play out. But considering several plots were more or less canceled, this is probably all we will ever get. Russell, still huge, sleeps on the roof, and chained to the house, we see the damaged windmill island floating in the sky. There's also the stylo car out front crashed into a light post. 2D then receives a letter stating the band is being evicted from the residence, which he actually seems happy about. And this is the end of phase three, but what we learn about phase four changes what happens during the attack on Plastic Beach, retconning the story from there. Now onto phase four. As the phase is only beginning, there is sure to be a lot more to come, especially with the TV series coming next year. But the story for phase four began years ago back on the attack on Plastic Beach. Most of what we find out comes from each member's respective books that fill us in on what they've been up to. The Black Cloud laid waste to the island and Murdoch escaped in a rusty submarine with Cyborg Noodle in tow for company, which Murdoch describes as the perfect shipmate for him as she didn't speak, she didn't judge, and she had absolutely no sense of smell. Eventually, Murdoch drank all the cases of Psycho Jerry's rum on board, and he made it to the surface for a whiz. As he was emptying his dangerously enlarged bladder, a giant shadow loomed over him. The battleship Ringo, which is owned by music industry giant EMI and Gorilla's record label. EMI sent a fleet of ships in search of Murdoch, and at last they had him. He was captured, slapped around, and taken to a secret prison in London. For three years, Murdoch lived in Dungeon Abbey beneath Abbey Road Studios, until one day he was offered a deal by Entertainment Internal Affairs. With the music industry going down the toilet, they desperately needed Murdoch's help. In exchange for his release, Murdoch agreed to write a new Gorillaz album and moved immediately to a new studio home in West London. Next up, 2D. During the attack on Plastic Beach, he hid in his underwater room. Without realizing it, he put himself in danger of a far fiercer foe, Massive Dick, a great white whale. The beast swallowed 2D in one bite, swimming into the deep. But a lifetime of eating ocean garbage and now 2D took its toll on the whale who died. His carcass washed up on a desert island where 2D was finally free. Too bad he has no survival skills whatsoever, so he has no option but to eat his former host. Several months later, 2D spotted a plane flying along the coast. Moved to tears by the sight of hope, he set off after the plane. A mere 23 minutes later, he was in the middle of a full-scale beach rave. It turns out 2D wasn't marooned at all, but he had in fact landed in Guadalupe off the Mexican coast. 2D joined the beach party, ate some strange-tasting brownies, and came in third in the wet t-shirt contest. As he claimed his prize, 2D had a eureka moment. He would take a year to find himself, which was actually really easy as he was right there. But he stayed the whole year anyway until he got sacked from his job weaving friendship bracelets and it was time to go home. At Heathrow Airport, a man at arrivals held up a sign saying wanker, which 2D of course knew was for him. The car took him back to West London and Murdoch's new HQ. Russell escaped from the pirate attack, cradling Noodle in his giant mouth and swimming away. They ran into trouble off the coast of Japan when Russell was mistaken for a whale and harpoon 
wound. He managed to wriggle free, but Noodle was lost, swept away in the blood-red waters. Wounded and delirious, Russell struggled through the ocean, humming all by myself until he lost consciousness. Eventually, he drifted into the Yellow Sea, washing up on a North Korean beach. Giant Russell was taken by the North Korean leaders where he was put on exhibition. The leader declared he had captured Pulgasari, the legendary North Korean Godzilla. Russell quickly became the country's biggest attraction, but in time, the country's meager food rations caused Russell to shrink back to normal size. Realizing he was just a man, the leader proclaimed that he had personally defeated Pulgasari and Russell was released. He was sent back to England where he wandered the streets of London until musician and guerrillas collaborator Jeff Wooten let him crash on his futon. A few days later, Jeff got a call from Murdoch and Russell immediately moved into Murdoch's new place. As for Noodle, she awoke days after the plastic beach attack in a Japanese fishing village. She'd been nursed back to health by an old pearl diver named Chiyoko, and to repay his kindness, she took a job as his apprentice. One day while beneath the waves, Noodle opened a giant pearl shell, accidentally releasing an ancient hell demon called Mazu. Mazu is a shape-shifting devil of unimaginable evil that can take human form. Noodle set out to destroy it and she spent years pursuing Mazu across Japan, finally tracking it down to Tokyo where it had risen to the top of the criminal underworld. Noodle disguised herself as a geisha and infiltrated Mazu's headquarters, the Demon's Lodge. While Mazu was distracted by a heated bout of drink while you think, Noodle lopped its head off, ending its earthly existence. She escaped its sumo bodyguards, packing herself into a FedEx crate with dried fish, bottled water, and a copy of Moby Dick. Her package was addressed to Murdoch in London. The band finally had made it back together after all going through their separate trials after the Plastic Beach attack, and began to record the newest Gorillaz album, Humans. Humans was released on April 28, 2017, featuring the singles Hallelujah Money, Saturn's Bars, We Got the Power, Ascension, Andromeda, Let Me Out, and The Apprentice. Well, that's a lot. Though we only see the Gorillaz story continue in the video for Saturn's Bars. The Boss. It features the band moving into Spirit House, what we assume is this phase's HQ. As as the band make their way there, we see this creepy face in a window. Maybe this is the first appearance of this phase's villain, or just something to be creepy. The spirit house is aptly named. Not only is it decrepit and spooky, but it's haunted by some weird looking spirits. The band try to relax and each have strange encounters with the inhabitants of the house. Most notably Murdoch, who goes on an interstellar psychedelic journey. The haunting comes to a climax and the spirits seem to vanish. The next morning, the band leaves the house for pancakes. And as they drive off, there's a suffocated highway scene overhead. There's also signs all over the place for new developments around the area. The city is swallowing everything around it. That's all we know so far about Phase 4's story, but this is only the beginning. The gorillas have had one interesting, complicated journey so far, and I'm excited to see what happens next. That'll do it for my breakdown of the gorillas' backstory. Thank you so much for watching, guys. If you have any other videos you'd like to see me do, let me know down in the comments. Thanks for watching Foundflix. See you next time. I'm off for a bath! Hi, uh, I'm Murdoch Nichols from Gorillaz. Welcome to my crib. Peasants, slags, scumbag. This is me cutting an onion. Oh look, our singer 2D's in it. Hey, face ache! Ah, he's a lovely little fellow. And I guess it helps that he's always looked up to me as a kind of father figure. In your dreams, Pedro. How much?
longer are this warm-up band gonna hog the stage for? Sounds like some sort of gorilla's tribute band. Where the bloody hell have you been? Toilet. Toilet? What do you mean, toilet? And over here on the wall are some of my famous celeb chums. That's me there with uh, Angelina. I had her. This is alright. Oh, that's me and Cameron. I've had her too. And that's I've had her too. <laughs> Wish I hadn't. And that bloke over there, see? That's my dad. When he stood up, wow. What an image. Tall, pretty, blue spiky hair. No eyeballs. No eyeballs. Don't touch anything. Don't touch what you can't afford. You know I mean, watch the cloth moth. <laughs> Why don't you jump in next to me and come and feel the quality of these sheets? Real Egyptian silk. No, 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 don't touch that. And also, I understand it's not very gentlemanly to point out that our first guitarist, the one before Noodle, was a girl called Paula Cracker. She was Tootie's girlfriend, uh, who I had a, uh, a rather lovely altercation with in the toilets at Kong Studios. Mm -hmm. Where after? Uh, oh. No! No, you can't pull that! No! Oh. Oh. For the love of God! So I said to her, hey love, you, know, you were great in the Mexican and it wasn't until like two days later when I realised you know, Cameron Diaz wasn't in the Mexican. Uh. Where the hell did that door come from? Oh, it's jammed. Why are all the doors in this dressing room jammed? The version that the Gorillas live band are now doing is great. Uh, very heavy, you know. Paul Simmons' bass is way better, way heavier than the original now. In fact, we should record it with the proper bass on there instead of that cod ham fisted clumpy new do. My head doesn't wobble like that. Yeah, it does, D. Enough as a goddamn Nazi, you cracker ass. I have an appreciation for fine clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Petticoats and such. Maybe some diamante shoes. Like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Well, why didn't anyone tell me it was crap? Sweet Satan, my head! Ah! Oh, why is that banging? Stop that banging! Russell told me to knock it out because ah! he's gonna cook it for the. Stop it banging! Stop it banging! I can't catch it, look, it's all slippery! I can't, I can't, I can't kill it! You can't kill it? What do you mean can't kill it? Well, I'll show you how to kill me all your grab the damn thing in a fell tick's face! No, 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 no! No, no, no! Melted face, melted face! Hey, yo, Max! Where my eel at? Where's my eel? Where my eel? He don't feel too good. He feel eel. Mm. 
Oh, 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 that's not. Ow, ow, ow. And my controller's broken. Oh, you always say that. I like Russell can just rub it. Huh. You always say that too. That's the three. Okay. 
spinning too fast I'm fine that Nike shoes To keep myself tethered To the days I tried to lose My mama said slow down You must make your own shoes Stop dancing to the music I've got this in a happy mood Keep my groove on Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. There's a monkey in the jungle watching a bird patrol. Caught up in the conflict between his brain and his tail. And if time's elimination, then we got nothing to lose. Please repeat the message, it's the music that we choose. Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. Get the cool, get the cool shoe shine. I think she see me putting out the pot. I step live. I think she see me putting out the pot. I step live. I think she see me putting out the pot. I step live. I think she see me putting out the pot. I step live. Step live. Step live. I step live. I think she see me putting out the pot. I step live. Boss mode, yeah. 
laugh from the rip. I came up from the rip. Now I got that shit. I got so much drip. My wrist, my wrist, bustin', bustin', my wrist, my crib, bustin'. Ugh, they my type, please don't call my phone again. I got too late on the hype, I don't do no low end. I got all this crushing ice, it replaced my old friends. And I'm just being polite, but just know I won't end. I don't play in no games, please don't risk your life. I won't say I'm insane, off the chain for life. Don't round me up. I'm wild as fuck, uh You think she tough, uh You think you tough, huh I got a lot, but talk to God and he gon' give me some more My work robotic, I don't stop it till my circuit'll blow uh, you ain't my type, please don't call my phone again I got too late on the hype, I don't do no low end I got all this crushing ice, it replaced my old friends And I'm just being polite, but just know I won't win Okay, next, not depressed First night, I don't tag. Yeah, yeah. I play chess, make him play. Her so wet, SOS. Yeah, yeah. I got so much icing from my cake. Yeah, Tim could hit 200 and I'd probably be okay. Yeah, she think that she crashing here. Yeah, I tell her hit the brakes. Yeah, tomorrow's schedule plus Uber's on the way. Yeah, bye. Uh, you ain't my type. Please don't call my phone again. I got too late on the hype, I don't do no low end I got all this crushing ice, it replaced my old friends And I'm just being polite, but just know I won't gain Listen you, if you made it this far, I know you like this song So I'm gonna need you to add it to your playlist Right now, or else The puppies get it <laughs> No puppies were harmed in the making of this video My wrist, my wrist, bustin', bustin'. Most of my hood in the cemetery Most of my problems hereditary Don't speak to the feds, I go Tom and Jerry I ride with a strap, but I'm dead already So I only relate if you're dead already Can't lay in my bed cause my heart is heavy I block out and all of my demons get me knowing One day I wake up inside a Bentley I've been cruising Losing myself cause my thoughts are heavy Knowing I should be somewhere they'll never let me They've been shooting, I'm hoping that heaven get me If I go, I hope my people never let me I'm a demon, I know I'm a demon, I know I can feel it in my soul That shit been burning like coal All of my feelings is cold Feel like I'm freezing alone All of my people are gone This a bad dream that I'm on And if I wake up from it, I don't need nothing Take my voice away, I never sing nothing Never sleep again, I never dream nothing Give it all away just to feel something I didn't even think I'd be here I didn't even know nobody I can not wait on no one I don't want for nobody yeah, I can't run I still got so far to go Long way Don't bother me 
please don't bother me. Please don't, please don't, please don't bother me. Praying on my knees, enemies, they want me buried. Grow up living under pressure. Mama played the mama and the daddy a protector. Money tight, so the sleep for dinner made my head hurt. Lost friends to the lab burst. Bullet holes in blood stains on a sweatshirt. I pray for him, even though me and God ain't on the best terms. I think about it all the time. Yeah, I know I ain't perfect, but I gotta make sure that this shit worth it. I ain't winning if my mother's still working. Clocking in and out without purpose. Dollar bills is cool, but only on the surface. I'm trying to build a school, my city been a circus. And niggas killing fools and little girls twerking. I ain't trying to preach or nothing, but the only thing we see is destruction it's hard not to see it coming the police be bugging so our sons only see results and going out on the streets and thugging with a gun of them yeah, 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 yeah. no parents in their life so they could run it in that shit crazy to me cause thinking about it i could have been one I of didn't them think I'd be i didn't think i didn't know nobody i can no wait on no i don't want for nobody i can run away and i still got survival and i still got so far to go Lies to your people and folk, and they say pain. That boy be sitting that pressure, and he be smoking that pressure, and he's smart as a professor. Yes, sir. 25 lighters on dresser, kind of that pressure, sitting right next to him. next to him. next to a book and a gun. Dollar the bullet, you better use one. One time for the freedom of speech, two time for the right to hold me. Just give to the fifth of the cops in the house, close your mouth and pray to your Jesus. That's why, cause the devil a lie. So I stay holy and high. May never get rich, but I never bitch, cause I made it here by and by. Break the nose of cruise. Instead of the wings, so be the darlings. Hope they've broken you. 
Yeah, they better hope that I'm a full force and a cold fast See the cold floor where I lick dirt When the dough dried and the pride died Had a tub max, had a shop right Give me two meals and the lights on I'm a do right, get a new crew Make a new life, never boo-hoo Never lose sight, I'm a voodoo With a burst heart from my old soul Better stop drop when the squad's hot We don't stop a lot We don't talk a lot about it We just pop it off a lot I'm high man, I'm a cosmonaut Scream fuck up till they lop Our bloody noggins off, I promise y'all I'm mad, y'all I could've died, y'all A couple times I took my eyes off the prize, y'all I know a few people pray for my demise, y'all For like cream, I had to rise, I had to rise, y'all
This is Aesop Rock. Aesop Rock is uh, the progeny of, 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 of the new generation. Aesop Rock is the representation of, uh, of one of the directions hip hop is going in the future. And uh, he also chain smokes. He smokes four packs of cigarettes a day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Let me look at the cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Up right here. Yeah, I got it. All right. All right. Well, I got a bet. I'll tell you like manages to craft the ape And I gotta admit occasionally If idiot sweat I got the gorilla in him Slither back through the lineage Sharp thin ego Chucky Darwin on the trio Force speed on Harlequin Water be the key hello okay. I slow it down for the numb I let it climb to the sun But I can't make him flip the switch when he done I got a medicine chest And you can sleep on my couch We power a cable from neighbors And ramen soups on the house We know the aqua lung vinyl While eating acid is rash Weatherman alley basically Pop polarities powwow now I learned from looking Like I learned the ideal surface for snorting A is not the scummy floor of central booking And I drop a jewel freebie for the babies in your teepee Never have sex with your TV Stay tuned to find out. Stay tuned to find out.